<laughs> Good morning. Welcome Hello, everybody. Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. We are talking about my favorite topic, seeking first the kingdom of God. Happy Thanksgiving week. Okay, you can get started. <laughs> RX part 4X. Yeah. Okay. As born-again believers, catch this up. We have the same DNA as the resurrected Jesus, the same that Adam did with God before the fall. Right. We have the same righteousness as the anointed Jesus, the authority, the power, the rights, the privileges, the freedoms that he had. So, okay, with that in mind, what caused Jesus to live his life in a way different from ours in the past? It wasn't because he was Jesus. No, not at all. Because he, he gave up his deity. He gave up his deity, all his divine uh, attributes and rights. And so he was a human being, a man just like you and me. So let's look at God's creative power. If you remember back in Genesis at the very beginning, there's that uh, he created the world. What did he use to create the world? Words. So his creative power is speaking. Yes. For his words carry spiritual power. Yes. What did Jesus do after the Father had done that back in Genesis? Well, let's hear a few scriptures that Lisa will read, and it'll tell you the heartbeat of what he did. And it's exactly what we do. John 5, 19 and 30 from NLT. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. He says, I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. See, I like, I like the sentence, I can do nothing on my own. I used to think, it's, what? it's not would, I could, I cannot do anything on my own. He won't. No. Yeah, and he, that's right. Because he was in total submission, surrender to his heavenly Father. So, only so Jesus only said what the Father said. This is exactly what Lisa just read. Now she's got one more, uh, one more uh, scripture passage. I jo I interrupted her. No, John fourteen ten through twelve NLT. Don't you believe Jesus is saying that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own. But my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. So that gives us a great uh, illumination as to what we should do if we want to live the way Jesus did. Now, Okay, did, wait did, a minute. I didn't finish. Okay. I knew there was, I apologize, that was 11. 12, as I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. I knew there was something there. So that's the point. Good. So, so did Jesus, when he spoke, did he exercise spiritual power? Well, certainly he did because everything he said came from the father he didn't say my arm hurts my leg hurts nope. i'm in pain look at the weather he didn't say anything else no he just spoke what he heard from the father and for us as we're here in a little bit 
that really comes from two different avenues. One, God's Word, and then number two, as far as praying in the Spirit. So, what would happen if we did the same thing? If it's we victory would, in if, every area, I'll tell if you. If we would speak God's Word and eliminate or significantly reduce our natural words. All right. You know the answer. It's the greatest life on earth. Next. After 40 days, I mean, 40 days after the uh, Jesus' resurrection, he ascended into heaven and sent us a helper. Mm-hmm. Now, here's two scripture passages that will tell all about the helper. And it's the same helper that he had. That's exactly right. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. Interesting. He's just, he's not saying what comes to his mind. He's saying what he hears. Yes. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me, Jesus, glory by telling you whatever he receives from Jesus, which is from the Father as well. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So Jesus was ascended. Sure. Him and his Father are one. They're now telling Holy Spirit what to tell us. And it's all the same. And if we say anything other than that, it's fair game. And we're, we're just kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. Sure. Because if it's not from the Holy the, Spirit, the adversary can, he can come, use he, that. He can use that to his benefit and our detriment. Even if you're talking about your plans. This is what the Lord told me. You can say whatever you want. My life is in victory in every area because of this. Have there been hiccups? Yes. But have there been victories? Yes. There's always a victory, and it's because he taught me when no one else was around, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, don't talk about anything unless Jesus tells me to. And I'm still working on it always, but it's still most people say, oh, I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to do that. Do what you want, but you will find that you'll be calling me back for help. I'm not being nasty. I'm just saying it's the truth. Sure. it, it, It just... You learned this just recently I, well, in a bigger I, way. I have, I'll be honest, I've gradually deposited that thought that Lisa just shared. I mean, I've heard it for years from her. And uh, after discussion, after discussion, and uh, banter, after high, banter. And high, I said, do what high you vo- want. High volume discussion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I, I eventually came to the realization that what she's saying is true. Well, our discussion recently was, uh, wasn't it the woman with the issue of blood, Jairus? This is what the Lord told me. Jairus, woman with the issue of blood, Lazarus. and Lazarus. Right. Did Jesus say anything else except no. the things that we saw in the Word? No. No. And those were major issues, a lot more important than a few things around here. So, see, I, see, I think it's interesting on those three examples, uh, the quantity of words that he said is that... Uh, I mean, very few, just like in uh, the fig trees, nine words. Yeah. No man shall eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. It was cursed. And uh, uh, so, you know, I heard it a long time from Lisa, and uh, I, I accepted it bits and pieces. It's not, yes, yeah, not about just issues. It's about good, and you can say the victory after it's done and clear, not when you're getting one part of it. Right. Right. Because I have had that happen, and I said one part of it, and do you know it took like 12 months for the second part to happen? Right. And it was my own experiment with the Lord. You can still do what you want. I'm trying to save you 30 years. Okay, you've got a second. Uh, this is for what, right here. Yep. 
Did you read that? Oh, I don't think I read this one. My spirit truth. Oh, I did say that. Did I? Yeah, that was John 16, 13 right. through 15. All right. And then the next one is 1 John 4, 4. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people, enemy, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. So with the spirit that lives in us as born-again Christians, we now have access to everything that the Father has and knows. Let me say it again. We have access to everything the Father has and knows. So the question is, um, how well are we taking advantage of that access? And you have to answer for yourself. I, I try to be very transparent as far as answering for me to you is that uh, mine was uh, kind of a slow transition. And the reason why it was a slow transition is that because of the quantity of natural input that I had in my mind. And so what, I, years, had, not yeah, just I, what I had to do was to uproot that and replace it with God's Word. Yes. And so we see here that, uh, and this ties into the series theme that we've had for several weeks, is that uh, we've got two avenues here. One's God's Word, which is number one that we said in the past, and number two is praying in the Spirit, which is number three, and, but what we've got to do is that we've got to significantly reduce number two, and that is deposit of input from the natural world in order to go ahead for number one and number three to take priority and to, and to really govern our life. Okay, so therefore we can live our life as Jesus did. Why? Because we have access to everything that the Father has and knows. And we do that by speaking the truth from God's Word and inquiring of the Holy Spirit and speaking what He tells us. Just like the two instances we've given here is that we gave the example as far as what Jesus did, and then number two, we gave the example as far as with the Holy Spirit being in us, what we can do too, so this, it's the same thing. Now, this is the gospel. This is the good news of the gospel. Oh, this is. I mean, I mean, we have the blueprint. It is so simple. It's just a matter of doing it. Yeah. It, the The challenge is used to be. Yeah. Yeah. the The challenge for most people is is the fact as far as uh, they carry they carry too many too many weights along with them uh, in in the world. And, and what is that? You look at Hebrews 12, and it talks about is that the weights are natural interest things, things right. that they're interested in, right. natural pursuits, which take our time and energy, and here's the unfortunate part, it keeps us kind of submerged into the natural world. And by doing that, that's number two of our, of, uh, of our prescription, is that by doing that, more and more of the natural is deposited, and that's preventing us, time-wise, as far as depositing more and more of God's Word and hearing from the Spirit. Someone saying, well, God wants us to be happy and give, live a great life. Okay, yes. The thing is, when you go John 10, 10, Jesus came to give us life and that more abundantly. The abundant life of Jesus in the spirit realm is far greater than anything we think is abundant in the natural, or we think is a fun in the natural but we won't know that unless we you know crucify our flesh and stop that natural thinking or put it under ascendancy of the spirit we won't ever tap into it so that's the point of 
natural recognizing and acknowledging, okay, Jesus was in the natural, but it wasn't in him. So here's something that I really became a greater realization of not too long ago, and maybe it'll be beneficial to you, is that when we do these things as far as just speak God's word or speak what the Holy Spirit tells us, is that the devil cannot interrupt because he has nothing to do with the truth because there's no truth in him. So, mm -hmm. so that's why that I'm, I'm pretty good as far as that speaking God's word, when I do, speaking God's word as far as paraphrasing it with Roy's interpretation because speaking God's word is the truth and since Satan, he, is, he has no truth in him, and he doesn't know the truth, so therefore he can't interrupt. He's sitting on the sidelines watching, and, and as a result, it's the same thing we said in the past. Light, which is God's word, supersedes darkness. It's never the other way around. Darkness supersedes light, because you can go into a dark room, flip the switch, turn on light, and what does it do? It takes over the room. Right. Now, lastly, we've got uh, a passage from Hebrews that Lisa's going to read, and then I'm going to give you a little example that happened last week. A victory story. A victory story. So, Hebrews 4, 9 through 11. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. So this is the reason why any Christian is not having their needs met, is not well, is not, when there's not the abundance of God in every area, it's not condemnation. It's saying right here what to do. And it, he gives us an answer. And here's what we do. And it just, it's a process, right. but it's first to choose his word over what we think we should do. And labor to enter his rest means labor to enter into his word. It means getting in his word. And here's something that just is it, getting in his word. And then when you, you have a prompting in your spirit as far as to do it, then you be willing and obedient, as it says in Isaiah, and you'll have the good of the land. It says yes. eat the good of the land, but you'll have all good of the land. Here's a little short example last week. Not that I'm any big deal, but I'm hearing more and I'm responding properly more. Glory to God. Is that uh, we, Sally and I had a community event, kind of an assignment that uh, we had to go to one night last week. And uh, it was a busy day for us. And, uh, and the time that I traditionally do my big four, get the four translations <laughs> of, uh, of the Bible and, and go over uh, each a particular verse in a chapter. I didn't have time to do it. And, uh, and so I had just a little bit of time, maybe 20 minutes, 30 at the max, before we had to leave. And, uh, and my spirit said, labor to get into my rest. I, I, I mean, it's almost all audible. Hallelujah. And I said, I said, five minutes. You see the clock? <laughs> <laughs> labor to enter into my rest. That's so, so rude. You see the so, clock. And, and so I went upstairs and got in my prayer chamber and got the uh, the four Bibles out, four mm. translations. And uh, I did it for about 30 minutes, which is about uh, a half or the third of the time I normally do it. And so um, 
I just did it, didn't think any more about it. I felt good because I was obedient, and I was willing to do it. It wasn't, oh, here we go again, you know. No, you love it. Now, you always tell yeah. me how much you love the Word. It's yeah. big for us. And so here's the victory. The next morning when I was doing my morning meditation is that uh, I got a message from a person that I had been praying for for over two years. Glory to God. And the message from that particular person is that he had gotten the victory. Hallelujah. He had received. He had received the manifestation. Thank you. As Jesus. far as what he had been pursuing, and I Thank know you, that came from me being obedient the night before. Because, I know. And it. one says, "How does that matter?" Because it was in the Lord can supernaturally intervene when we intercede by obedience. Right. He can supernaturally. A lot of times, people say, "Well, God is sovereign." God's not, I mean, he's sovereign, but he can't go against our will. No, he doesn't go against anyone's will, but we can intercede and he can supernaturally move. And that's how it happens. And that is so good. Now, possibly it could have manifested for this person sooner than two years. I don't know. But if I had been more obedient during this two-year uh, hiatus period. But the point being mm. is that I was obedient then, yes. that night last week, and then uh, it was answered the, uh, the next morning, and so better late than never. You know, that's so good. And also maybe in the past you didn't hear to get in the Word to, because you would have obeyed if you heard. Most well, We all would have obeyed if yeah, we heard but, most likely. But or you, but it if, was more gnawing for the liar. If, if it's not, if one's not in the Word enough, they can't hear. They're not going to hear. No and, matter and, what. And that was my issue for a long, long time. I wasn't in the Word consistently enough. Like I started off with a dynamic duo as far as two translations and then stepping up to big four, which is four. And I'm not saying that, that you need to do that. Probably two is good. I'm not saying step up to four, but that's what he told me to do. Maybe because I'm just uh, kind of in the past stubborn. The difference is whatever it takes. If the Lord said 10, we would do 10. Right. Because he knows what we need to break whatever bondage was going on. And that's the part about being willing. Right. And obedient. And that's how the body of Christ is supposed to be working. That's how God designed it. For all of us to be praying for one another, praying in the spirit, stopping when he says stop, going when he says go. We're not to be making our own deal. We're supposed to be executing or carrying out what he tells us. It's I was just told to tell you something. Oh, who? And, and that the is, people? Yeah. The, oh, the, you got a word. And, 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 and that is this. Some of you might, for example, you might be doing the number one and number three, and that is you're in God's Word, you're listening, that's what you're speaking, and then number three, you're praying in the Spirit, and you're, you're listening to the Spirit, and you speak only what He tells you to do, and you're still not getting the, the manifestation, or as I call the results. Well, Hallelujah. if the Lord leads on the next broadcast, I'm going to tell you the number one thing that will prevent, if you're doing those things, the number one thing that will prevent you from receiving the manifestation. Oh, well, why don't you tell them now? No, no, oh, no, Lord. No, Praise I, God. I want, I want to, I, I, first of all, I want to make sure the Lord tells me to do it when I do the outline, but um, we'll see. Okay, well, there is. There but are, it, it'll be sometime, I'll tell you, tell you well, that. Well, yes, glory to God. Okay, so Jesus is Lord. He is King. Praise God. See you soon. Happy Thanksgiving.